0: Today's episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. for the win! You are Locked on Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host as always here on Locked on Women's Basketball. That's not going to change. Hope you enjoyed the episode yesterday with Krina. But uh, I'm going to give you a little news in case you haven't heard. I will also, starting July 1st, be the host of Locked on Kraken, the new Locked on podcast for the Seattle Kraken NHL or M NHL team. Very thrilled to be continuing my time with the Locked On family. But let's get into some women's basketball. As always, there are some updates. We have your Players of the Week by the WNBA. We're going to give you the Ultra Player of the Week by our sponsor, Michelob Ultra. And I'm going to give you the games that I'm excited to watch. A lot of them are happening today, as a matter of fact. But the big news, of course, and Krina hit on this yesterday, is USA Basketball announced their roster. And I'm going to get into a little bit of the tea behind the announcement. So let's first give you who made the roster. Um... It's pretty exciting. Of course, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi going for a fifth gold medal. We kind of knew that was happening. Tina Charles. Nafisa Collier, first-time Olympian. Skylar Diggins-Smith, first-time Olympian. Sylvia Fowles returns to USA Basketball. Chelsea Gray also makes the cut. Brittany Greiner returns to USA Basketball for the Olympics. Jewel Lloyd making her debut has played for World Cups, including for three-on-three. Three. Brianna Stewart also returns. She made her first Olympic appearance in 2016. That was the year that she was drafted. That was the year that she won her fourth consecutive NCAA title. What a year for Stewie. I mentioned DT already. We have Asia Wilson, and I'm going to leave a link for you, but I talked to Asia and Kelsey Plum about their road to the Olympics. Asia makes the 5-on-5 team. Um, Ariel Adkins is another player that makes this roster. I don't remember. Did I say Ariel Adkins at the top? Well, either way. So here we go. We have a cluster of players from both Phoenix and from Seattle. Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd, all representing, of course, the Seattle Storm, reigning champions. Then you have Skylar Diggins-Smith, Brittany Griner, and Diana Taurasi, all representing Phoenix. Ariel Atkins and now Tina Charles, Tina Charles, representing Washington, the Washington Mystics. Chelsea Gray and Asia Wilson together representing the Las Vegas Aces, and then Nafisa Collier joins Sylvia Fowles as the two representatives of the Minnesota Lynx. So there's a little bit of clustering that we see here, but I also mentioned, yes, there is drama. There's always drama. Who is the big snub this year? Well, we know from 2016 that Candace Parker says she will not be engaging in any more USA basketball activity. She has held to that, and uh, it's a less than amicable, I would argue. But Neka Ogumake not given the opportunity once again to represent the United States. And I'm going to take you to what her sister, Chene Ogumake posted. Uh, She put the check marks here. Uh, It's a lot of them. So I'm going to read the tweet, and then I'll read the statement that uh, she posted within the tweet. Janea Gumake, yesterday, Monday, June 21st. All these check marks. WNBA MVP and champion in 2016. The last Olympic year is in parentheses. Six-time All-Star. Four-time All-WNBA. Four-time WNBA WNBA All-Defensive team two-time FIBA World Cup gold medalist, a number one pick and rookie of the year, a EuroLeague champion, WNBPA President Oh, And she's one of the few who went to every USA camp the last five years. And so if you click this now, here's the two screen, because it's not really a page, two page screen, two screen, page, two screen shot. Statement from Cheney. First things first, some will think I am 100% biased. This is my big sis we're talking about. But these are the facts and she deserves her respect. Someone great is always going to get snubbed from Team USA. Bad timing, in quotes. Quote, too much talent. With so many amazing players, it comes with the territory. But to be told, one, to wait your turn and Two, you are doing everything right, including leading Team USA in scoring last year and winning MVP of the most recent Olympic qualifying tournament. And three, you are going above and beyond in pursuit of this dream ellipse. It just doesn't feel right. My sister's favorite word is grace. At the end of the day, her timeline worked perfectly to return to play for the Olympics. Just wish that the process operated with the same grace, second page, that it has delivered to other all caps, STARS, the grace that she bestows every person she meets. But instead, this is the second time that my family has been heartbroken for her. I have watched NECA put 144 players first each and every day for all, quote, all caps. Excuse me. Years. No one practices harder, plays harder, cares more. No one is a better teammate or leader. Representation matters, and there is no better representative or ambassador for the game that has game. All quotes. Then, then Nemakai. Then Nega Agumake. She is all quotes. Only she is the all caps only wnba nvp that has yet to be named to an olympic roster give her all quote all caps her respect anyways i know she's going to be mad at me for this because we Agumakes are a team high our team high road over here or at least she is with the shrug emoji cheney and that wasn't even the most scintillating of takes. Devereaux Peters, um, former WNBA player, also took to Twitter. And I will leave the links for you for both of these threads. But it starts here and goes on for several tweets. I can't even count them all because now she's also replying. <laughs> oh, Deb, I love it. Okay, let's talk about... I'm, I'm, these are direct quotes. Okay, so let's talk about bum-ass USA Basketball ellipses. I'm going to preface this by saying I am happy for the players that made it, and I have no issues with them whatsoever. They work their butts off for that opportunity, and each of them deserves their moment. Second tweet. However, USA Basketball has been fraudulent as hell for eternity because of the BS they spew to players about the process. And frankly, a lot of people are sick of it. That's why you see all these players leaving to play for other countries, and the USA pool looks the way it does. Again, it goes on and on. I highly recommend that you take a look at that. Some of the players that we have seen commenting about a process, likely the USA process, Lexi Brown, Diamond DeShields, We've also seen Kelsey Bone weigh in. So this is not new, as a lot of people are pointing out, as Chanae pointed out regarding her sister, but also Candace Parker and other people are wondering what the heck is going on. Now, to some extent, we don't really know the USAB process. As I understand, the head coach is not the sole decision maker. There is a committee, a committee of people that is put together to determine who is best suited for the role. Now, when looking at this roster, I think the name that stands out, if you agree that Neca is a snub, which I do, is Nafisa Collier. Has Nafisa played, you know, on the higher end of average in her WNBA career? I would argue yes, including being a Rookie of the Year, playing with Minnesota. Has she been better than Neca Ogumike? <laughs> I don't think so, and of course, a lot of us are using the eye test in the WNBA, but we're not at these camps, at least not in their entirety. I have spoken to Carol Callen. I have spoken to Don Staley. I've spoken over the years about what that process, what that system is, and it's pretty hands-off. You can read some of my articles, and I will link them, that I've written about this for The Athletic in particular, but there is a lot that USA Basketball is expecting their players to do before arriving at camp. Obviously, last year was almost completely awash. I talked to Asia Wilson about what she did. I talked to... uh, To... um, Kelsey Plum, who's not on this 12-person, 5-on-5 roster, and the 3-on-3 roster has not been set, although she did help the 3-on-3 team qualify, as did Nafisa Collier, as did uh, Alicia Gray, and as did uh, Stephanie Dolson. So we'll see what happens there. Um... I don't know, but there are a lot of people upset. But coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball, of course, with NECA, with Candice, and a handful of other people not being named to USA Basketball, that means they are eligible for the WNBA all-star team that will face off against USA Basketball. That is coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball. So I talked about the snubs. Let's talk about some players that we want to give some love. And it's the Ultra Player of the Week presented by Michelob Ultra. And I'm going to give some love to two people. Uh, One is to Beck Allen. Rebecca Allen put on a block party against the Los Angeles Sparks. Had a uh, season-high 19 points to get the New York Liberty a three-point win on the road against the Los Angeles Sparks in a game that, although one day early, was commemorating the first ever WNBA tip-off. And yes, that was against the Los Angeles Sparks and the New York Liberty. I wrote something for Forbes. You can check that out. I'll leave you a link. So congratulations to Beck Allen. Congratulations to the New York Liberty. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And I'm thinking that Beck Allen and the New York Liberty enjoyed that win. There was joy, there was happiness, and there was enjoyment. So 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. I'm cracking open a Mick Ultra for Beck Allen. The other person I want to give a shout out to is Dev Peters. I just gave you some of the the hot takes that Dev had, Devereaux had on social media. You know, I like some wobble tea. So my other player definitely is Dev Peters. So come back next week as we will bring you again the ultra player of the week. Enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. Now let me talk to you about credit karma, all right? Credit karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions and now they want to help even more with the credit karma money spend account. You can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? So if you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for deb- debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. It is FDIC insured. It's an FDIC insured spend account that is absolutely free. There is no minimum balance, no requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000. ATMs and between June 8th and June 30th, when you make a purchase, you'll be automatically entered to win one million dollars. So go to credit karma money, credit karma.com slash backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. Again, that is credit com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma i'm gonna say it one more time from the top that's credit winmoney backslash win money instant karma is sponsored by credit karma no purchase necessary exclusions and terms apply see rules banking services are provided by mvb bank incorporated member fdic maximum balance and transfer limits apply all right so we- Speaking of karma, <laughs> are we going to see some karma come back to bite USA basketball? Now, I know Krina and Elvin talked about this yesterday, but I have to make one correction. USA basketball has lost in exhibitions. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu and Satsu Saboli would like to have a word uh, with Krina, with you, Krina, uh, from Monday's show. But yes, they have been defeated before, and uh, once before that, uh, way back in 96, Dawn Staley and her team got beat during some of the exhibition games. So it's not, un- it's not unprecedented for USAB to lose. And what is unprecedented, though, is for USA Basketball to take on a WNBA All-Stars. Now, I talked about this last week or the week before. What kind of an All-Star game are we going to see? Are we going to see these players really go at it so that we can get some of that piping hot tea? Or is this just going to be going through the motions, getting USA Basketball in particular a little bit more comfortable, allowing them to run their sets? Well, Kathy Engelbert, of course, Commissioner of the WNBA, is going to be in the New York market. So we'll see if we can get some answers from her on that I'll also reach out to USA basketball, see if we can get some answers, see what they're expecting there. But um some people I mentioned Sabrina Ionescu. I mentioned Satu Sabali. Satu Sabali, of course, not eligible for USA Basketball. So she plays for Team Germany. So she can be an all-star. I don't think she will be. I think she is a future WNBA all-star. But between an injury last season and missing time with the German national team this season, I don't think it's likely that we'll see Satu Sabali. Although, if she is a fan favorite, which I think she's up there, um, and if she's a, a of player that other players like, maybe? Is it possible? Yes. I actually will get a media vote this year. I'm very surprised, very honored. I will get a media vote, and as much as I love Satu Saboli's game, I don't see right now me having her on my ballot. But we'll get to that once I complete the ballot. Once I get it and complete it, we'll break that down. Sabrina Inescu, another player that... I'm not... Sure that she should make her all-star debut, but I'm almost confident that she will. That's a a known name. There's a big chunk of this that's going to the fan vote, including that, as Karina mentioned yesterday, uh, on Sunday was your vote counts double, and then this coming Sunday, which is when voting closes, also counts double. I know Ari Chambers was on Twitter Spaces breaking all of that down as well, in case you missed it. Always check out highlight her. What Ari Chambers and Jasmine Brown are doing is fantastic, but um, I don't see, I don't think Sabrina, similarly to Satsu Savali for different reasons, more so for injury for Sabrina, she was just out with an ankle injury, returned for that LA game, I don't think looked 100%, didn't look too sharp but had a great, what, in her first three games, she had uh, three wins. She had a buzzer beater, game winning buzzer beater, and she notched her first triple double and the first ever in franchise history. So I get why people might be compelled to vote for her, but again, I'm not sure that she's going to get a vote from me, AKA Auntie. Now, who I would vote for on the New York Liberty? But Nigel Laney, but Nigel deserves vote, deserves votes. You know who else I think deserves votes, even though I'm not confident that Jonquil Jones will be back for this All-Star festivities? I kind of just spoiled it. Jonquil Jones deserves some, some votes. I'd even go with Bree Jones. I think um, you have to consider what uh, Jewel Lloyd has been doing, Ariel Atkins, Tina Charles. Tina is eliminated. She will already be in that game representing USA Basketball, but 100% should be a top vote getter for the All-Star Weekend. Speaking of Tina Charles, I want to go back to what I talked about in the earlier segment. I heard somebody, they shall remain nameless, although I would love to see Tina clap back at them like she clapped back at me, but I digress. But somebody on these social media streets said that Tina Charles would be the first one out I think it's Nafisa. I would even go Brittany Griner. I understand Griner for the size international competition. You're not going to leave Griner off this roster. But to say Tina Charles does not deserve to be on USA Basketball, that's ludicrous. I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't disrespect Tina Charles out here because, as she told me, she's coming for all of us. So best watch what you tweet. And honestly, I'm going to feel some kind of way if Tina doesn't clap back. I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm going to let that go. (laughs) Um, Tina Charles should be on USA Basketball. 100% should get all-star votes. Now, the way it works is if she's one of the top vote getters, she will be eliminated from that pool. But I think that you put some respect on Tina Charles, and she deserves to be an all-star. It's not her fault that there's an all-star game during the Olympics and that she's so boss that she's also going to represent. That's not her fault. That's how good she is. So put some respect on Tina Charles. Um, Marina Mabry, Arika Igombowale, other na- other names I'd like to see. Both of them struggle a little bit with consistency, but in a traditional all-star weekend, you want some flash. You want some, you know, uh, exciting basketball. If they run full pace, which I'm not confident, even though they're going against USAB, I'm still not confident they're going to go 100% we will find out. uh Yeah, so this is something that we're going to have fun talking about in the weeks to come. I'm trying to get my behind down there to Las Vegas, so we'll see what happens. But moving a little bit from All-Stars, now let's talk about the road to the finals. And today on... The road to the finals. Our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. And I... Don't really follow the NBA playoffs very much. I was in Tulsa, and, of course, the Tulsa natives were watching closely that Game 7 against Philadelphia. They were definitely, the majority of them, rooting for Atlanta. But the reason I love Atlanta right about now is because of Elle Duncan of ESPN. Have y'all been seeing her TikToks? Have y'all been seeing her videos? Have y'all been seeing her put on for the ATL? I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, again... Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And L. Duncan, oh yeah, we're going to crack open a Mic Ultra for you. Okay, so I told you a little bit about what I'm thinking regarding uh, this voting. I told you a little bit what I think about the snub conversation. Again, y'all have got to check out Dev Peters. I have the link here for you. But um, let's talk about Players of the Week um. Actually, you know what? Let's do that in the next segment. We're going to get you Players of the Week. We're going to get you roster updates and injuries. Just to cl- this, close this out with a nice bow, um, again, I'm going to have the opportunity to hopefully ask Commissioner Engelbert a few questions. So we're going to get some updates there. But um. I think you have to have Arike on that. All-star team, but Nijelani has to be there. I'm just looking at the points leaders from this last week. <laughs> the players in the top 10 that are available because they will not be playing for Team USA. John Cole Jones mentioned her. She's at two uh, with 21.6 points. Uh, or I guess this, this can't be from last week. This has to, yeah, regular season leaders, excuse me. Tina Charles is leading with 24.5 points per game at that number one spot but she will be with USAB. Number two is Jonquil Jones. I already mentioned her. Number three is Stewie, 21.1 points. She's averaging for Seattle, but with USAB. Number four, already mentioned her, Arike Agumboale with 20.5 points per game. Number five with 19.9 points per game, almost at 20 exact, is Benajelaini. We mentioned her. Brittany Greiner at six. Skylar Diggins-Smith at seven. Ariel Atkins at eight. Jewel Lloyd at nine and Asia Wilson at 10. A few other players that are at the leaderboard for right now. Nafisa Collier is there. Tiffany Hayes. Courtney Williams. Now I heard uh, that in some media availability, basically, Atlanta is on this. If you don't vote vote Courtney Williams, you don't deserve a vote. She's uh, 13 In points per game, averaging 16.9 for Atlanta, Marina Mabry, who I think should be considered, right behind her at 16.5. Dawana Bonner, 15, actually ahead of Sylvia Fowles. Kelsey Mitchell's up there. Liz Cambage, hello, Liz Cambage, and also will probably already be in Las Vegas Will 1 because she plays for Vegas. But also, I believe Australia and Nigeria are the teams that USA Basketball is tuning up Against So lots of things to consider, but as I mentioned coming up next, we're going to talk about your Players of the Week as presented by the WNBA Eastern and Western Conference, and then we're going to talk about games to watch for this upcoming week. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know that baseball season is in full swing. The W – or excuse me, the NBA playoffs are – just fantastic. The NHL playoffs, and as I will be the host of Locked On Kraken, I'm definitely locked on those games. Ooh, Islanders though. Ooh, that was rough. That was a tough one to watch. So before you head over to those games, go to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. As teams prepare to continue, hopefully, their playoff run. So head to the website or use your mobile device. You can sign up and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts talked about Mick Ultra. Talked about Bet Online. And now it's time to talk about my favorite family-owned business. Of course, that's rockauto.com. They have been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. You can save time and save money when using rockauto.com because the prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find solutions to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. All right, folks, let's go to the standings. I gave you a little bit as far as the leaders in points. Um, But now we're going to go to the overall standings. I'm going to give you the eight teams that if the season ended today, they would make the playoffs at that number one spot, the Seattle Storm with their three Olympians from the United States, that is. They are 12-2 and two on the season. Noel Quinn was recently a guest on Around the Rim. I'm a huge fan of Around the Rim podcast. LaChina Robinson, Tariqa Foster, Brasby, doing a fantastic job. Make sure you listen to that. The Las Vegas Aces at 10-3 and 3 are in that two spot they remain over 500 as do the Connecticut Sun at 8 and 5 and the New York Liberty at 7 and 6 exactly at 500 on the season the Chicago Sky but they're on a five game win streak they had a rocky start but Candace Parker talked about her in the first segment Candace Parker is back and hey surprise that kind of makes a difference Also at five hundred on the season, the Washington Mystics at 6-6. They are on a two-game win streak right behind them. 6-7 on the season is the Dallas Wings. They're looking to get a little winning streak of their own. The Phoenix Mercury are the last team in if the season ended today. They are also 7-6. So the first one out, Minnesota Lynx. Now let's stay here with Minnesota. We got an update that they Reactivated Jess Shepard, which means that they waived Leisha Clarendon once again, and they also waived Sierra Burdick. We also then got an update that the Minnesota Lynx have signed Leisha Clarendon once again. So um Lay, what a <laughs> what a season he has had. They i've never seen this happen before i might have to check with curtis to see if this has ever happened and across the timeline but this is just wild but also shows that they are making a case to be part of the 144 new york i don't like how you did lasia i never saw lay as a good fit for the new york liberty and it would appear that she was right lasia when it came to maybe deciding between Minnesota and New York because now Cheryl Reeve is finding it really hard to get rid of Leisure Clarendon. Anyway, at number 10 at 5 and 7 they are on a two-game losing streak. That's the Los Angeles Sparks. Right behind them, the Atlanta Dream at 5 and 7 and Indiana, ooh, Indiana at 1 and 14 still looking for their second win. 10-game losing streak. That's rough. That's really rough. I was really hoping that Indiana was going to get some things together, but it looks like it's another tough go. I'm sure they're excited for this all-star break we're about to get. But today we have the Dallas Wings and the Connecticut Sun. That could be a good matchup. That's going to be on Nesson if you're in here in the Northeast and Bali Sports Southwest at 7 p.m. the game I will be attending. In person, the Chicago Sky at New York Liberty. Now, Chicago had some uh, flight difficulties, got in early this morning, so we'll see if that impacts the play on the court. We definitely want to know what James Wade has to say about that and potentially Commissioner Engelbert at 10 p.m. Nighttime is the right time because it's the Washington Mystics' at Seattle Storm. This could be a pretty good one. I like this lineup. Got good games for today. Tomorrow, the Minnesota Lynx travel to the Atlanta Dream. Again, two teams on the outside looking in, but Minnesota can gain some ground before the All-Star break with a win against Atlanta. Dallas plays Indiana at Indiana on Thursday. The Chicago Sky and New York Liberty go head-to-head once again on Thursday at Barclays Center. And a The Washington Mystics remain on the West Coast as they take on the Los Angeles Sparks on Thursday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Looking ahead, though, to this weekend, again, we get the Washington Mystics and Dallas Wings and New York Liberty at Atlanta Dream. Now, that last one at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday is a Commissioner's Cup game, and the last time Courtney Williams and company were in, New York, they snapped a New York Liberty win streak. We w- want to see, of course, that rematch. Well, that's gonna do it for Locked On Women's Basketball. This is actually the second time I recorded this podcast for today. Someone made a joke. It was my good friend Kelsey Trainer. hashtag Pay Women hashtag Invest in Women. She made a joke. Hey, Erica, it's Mercury retrograde. So. That's what happens, but I said I still got to put out a podcast because it's Tuesday and we are locked on women's basketball. But again, if you are into that hockey or if you just like listening to me talk, Thank you, first of all. But also, please go check out Locked on Kraken. The teaser episode is up. I have an interview with JT Brown, who was just announced as the analyst, the TV analyst for the Seattle Kraken, has retired as a player, now headed to the booth. I'm so excited to bring you that interview. So check out all things Locked on Kraken wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow at Locked on Kraken on Twitter. For now... That's all we have for women's basketball. Make sure you are following me and the rest of the New York Liberty Contingency as they finally make their way back to New York, and it is their Juneteenth celebration, their Juneteenth game. I just got back from Tulsa, Oklahoma to celebrate Juneteenth, so you know I'm going to have a good time. The party don't stop, but for now, this is Erica Lindsay Ayala signing out. Today on the Locked on Today podcast, what do the Philadelphia 76ers do with Ben Simmons? Get more of the news you need in less time with the Locked on Today podcast. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.